Do you want to do more to make impact? How we serve others and our world is how we pay our rent for being here. So get ready to learn how you can make a difference by simply choosing to shop, live, and lead with a socially conscious mindset. In this episode of Passion for Impact, I get to spend some time with the fabulous Julie Michaud, founder and CEO of Canada's top clean beauty retailer and educator, Portia Ella. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and educated on how we can all make an impact. This is the Passion for Impact podcast with speaker, trainer, and socially conscious advocate, Tricia Miltimore. Thank you for joining in for the Passion for Impact podcast, where we have one clear goal to educate, empower, and elevate social consciousness in people and business. We create a fresh episode every month featuring businesses and people who are making real impact using their talents, their skills, and yes, their passion. I often feature companies that make or support people who make amazing products, so be sure to subscribe to receive links to their websites plus any special offers that might be available for you. To subscribe, visit www.passioniganiter.ca forward slash podcast. Julie Michaud is the founder and CEO of Canada's top clean beauty retailer and educator, Portia Ella. I mean, isn't that word? It's just so elegant. Portia Ella. I love it. It's headquartered in Kelowna, BC, Canada. Portia Ella's brand roster is made up of over 50 Canadian female-led brands with over a thousand products and operates in malls and online. Julie attributes much of her success to growing the Portia Ella brand from scratch to a multi-million dollar business with a strong employee culture to her sought-after proprietary training protocol. So I'm going to have to ask her about that. Sounds very cool. She has also built other successful companies, including Locale Beauty and GMA Today. This passionate entrepreneur is a champion for women in business, environmental sustainability, and yes, conscious consumerism. Welcome, Julie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for this beautiful introduction, Trisha. That's amazing. Thank you. Oh, man, I feel like we are a passion for impact soul sisters because this is what you wrote when asked why you're interested in being a guest, like in the forum beforehand. And this is what you wrote. We are powerful. We often forget the ability, the influence we have to create the world as we wish to see it. We are so powerful that our small actions lead to big impacts. And yes. as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, we're so <laughs> sisters. We definitely are. We definitely are. And gosh, are we ever powerful. And it's got to be my favorite topic to talk about. Right. And we're going to dive into that for sure. And I, I want to let people know, too, that not only are you a um, female entrepreneur with multiple businesses, but you also have babies. <laughs> you want to let everyone know your, your kids and maybe their names, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, of course. I have um, I have Isabel, my eldest. She's four years old. I have Anika. She's three years old. So I had them two back to back. Um, it was a very calm moment, says no matter ever. <laughs> and I'm pregnant oh. with my third right now. That is, I'm just so excited for you. Oh, I'm, you. I'm so, I'm so done having my babies that when I hear people <laughs> are pregnant, I'm just like, oh, wow, it's, it's so magical. But I think anyone who has kids knows how hard it can be. And I can only imagine a three and a four year old. I wasn't even thinking about that when I had a baby that age. 
No, I wasn't thinking about it either. There are things that just happened. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's destiny at its best, right? Yeah, exactly. I keep saying, you know, I, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how it happens. It just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually we'll, we'll figure it out, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Oh man, well, I'm so happy for you. Uh, exciting journeys ahead. And of course, you are a busy entrepreneur. Yeah, Before we dive sure. into your personal story, let's give listeners some context as to the platform that you have created with Portia Ella. So tell me all about, again, I just love the, the name. The name is just so amazing. Portia. Tell me all about, tell us all about Portia Ella. So Portia Ella is so many things, um, but on a business sense, this is where you purchase beauty. This is where you're going to shop for your cleanser, for your moisturizer, for your makeup, for your body lotions. So toothbrush, anything that uh, that you use to take care of yourself. Um, most likely once or twice a day. Um, most of us shower fairly often. So this scatters to that. The price variety is huge. So you can, we made sure that it was very accessible. We felt that conscious beauty needed to be accessible and not a luxury. So of course we do have luxurious option, but one thing that was super important to us is to make sure that no matter what background, where you came from, you can come to Borgella, feel comfortable and find something that suits just your needs. Um, we work with a majority of women. So 95% of the brands you find at Borgella are woman-led, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. And one of the reasons why this was so important to us is that in a beauty industry, um, currently it is approximately, maybe it changed now, but when we started, it was approximately 95% men-led. And interestingly enough, it's us women who consume beauty the most. And so I really felt like there was something not working or not quite fair about this. So we really made sure that we could represent more women um, in that industry and give visibility to those incredible creators of brands uh, right at the forefront of, of the beauty realm. I've been to your store, your retail location in Kelowna. Oh, um, yeah! It's such a cool experience because, well, for you know, someone who's really into socially conscious brands, it's like, oh wow, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in heaven because <laughs> <laughs> there is so many different options. And what I also thought that stood out, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about this as well, is the experience and the the people that are working there and how they approach customers and yes. tell me a little bit about, about that culture that you've created. So. I think what we keep repeating whenever we hire someone and when we start working with someone is that at the end of the day, we're all human, whether it's me talking or you or whoever else, we are human at our core. And the biggest mistake we can do is to forget our humanity and jump into the robotic kind of system where you go, hello, do you need help today? oh, you're just browsing. Well, thank you. And you just kind of leave it at that. And that's, I, I think it, it's very robotic, robotic. And we we tend to forget that what we need for ourselves as human is the same needs as everyone else. We need connection. We need to feel understood. We need to feel that cared for, actually. And you cannot fake careness. This you have to feel from within out. And so 
for everyone that works at Porchella, this is something that we talk about a lot, but also this is when we hire someone, it's because we feel that they have that connection with themselves and with others. They do want to genuinely help other people around. Um, and it's huge because before everything, before serving, we're connectors. This is how we grow. This is how we be everything we are. We connect with each other. Wow. That is so important. And I think especially if, you know, if people are listening uh, right now, it's April, it's in the middle of the 2020 pandemic. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know about <laughs> you, but I have now have a completely different way of looking at connection and that humanness and, and realizing just how important that is. Oh, it's so important. I've, it's interesting. Um, you know, I feel we get used to things, right? And so we're all getting into rhythms into a rhythm. So we've been in that situation now for about a month. And we, in a way, we get used to it. And then we see a video of people hugging each other. And then we see people in the street or we see our friends and our entire body seem to be pulsing for that connection. We want to touch each other. Like we want to connect with each other. And I feel that this whole situation is really remind, reminding us of that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It really is connection in a whole different level. So I would, I love to know your story. I mean, how did you get into um, this whole industry and creating your own retail store and these multiple companies and wholesaling? Oh my gosh. <laughs> how did it all happen? <laughs> just like that. I will like that, right? Just like that. Um, Interestingly enough, it started. Um, I it started with entrepreneurship. I guess it is where it all started with me. Entrepreneurship and a very a very strong desire to change the status quo, so that every single things that I do leads to a better world. And it's funny. I was thinking about that today um, because. We often talk about supporting our elders, and it's so important to to make sure the connection is there. Um, but I've realized today, for some reason, I was thinking about that. I've realized how important it is to, in addition to support our elders, our peers, we need to support our grandchildren that we haven't yet met. Mm. And I, I think throughout my life, it's always been in the back of my mind. How do we support generations to come? How do I leave this place, this, this world, a better place than it was when I came into it? Um, so my first business, interestingly enough, was in the signs. Um, I, I was making signs, you know, decals for cars, decals for restaurants even. Um, we were printing. We're printing. We're a print shop. Um, we printed a bunch of stuff, we made signs. And when we got started, uh, I realized how dirty the industry was. And to me, that was extremely painful to see the amount of waste we were producing by doing what we were doing. And I thought there's got to be a better way. Like There's got to be. And so we started to reach out to um, to different like universities even to see like if they could use the waste. But then eventually also we took the leap and we took all the money we sure didn't have at the time and invested it in a brand new machine 
that was going to be low VOC printing machine. It was at the time, I think it was back in 2010. Um, it was the very first of its kind. Nobody was using it yet. And so we took the leap just to try and make things better. And interestingly, it was so new that as we were encountering problem and trying to call for tech support, they were learning it at the same time as us. And so <laughs> we were absolutely pioneering um, pioneering this realm. And so when came time to, um, to change, we decided to sell the business. Um, making sign was simply not something that I, I loved doing. Um, I needed to get into something I absolutely loved doing that could have even more impact. And a lot of time people ask, so, you know, Porsche as your baby, you know, it's your business. Um, and interestingly, I've never felt like Porcella was my baby. To me, it is a mean to fulfill my purpose, which is a little bit different. Um, but my purpose is about that conscious consumerism. It's about impacting at a large scale through small actions. And when I realized how big the beauty industry was, to me, it was a no-brainer. The industry is absolutely massive. Plus, it's something that uh, I, I indulge in myself. I like to do. Um, and I felt like the impact I could have through the beauty realm was huge. Um, so we jumped. Well, I jumped right into it. And the rest is history. <laughs> that simple. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... What, okay, I love the idea that you uh, want to disrupt the status quo and that you actively um, strategically thought about how you can use a machine that's already in place, the beauty industry, mm -hmm. to then fulfill elements of your purpose. So that's, that's really cool. And I think that's a great seed of thought for many people listening who are like, well, how do I use my passion and my purpose? Oh. And that's, that's really awesome. You used a, an already established machine. At so the same, you, sorry, what's that? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I was just going to ask you more about you know how you actually had the idea and, and then actually went from idea to doing, basically. Okay, sounds good. So uh, I think first, I, I feel like we need to talk about passion when we talk about how the the idea came and then like, up on to doing it, because I find, unfortunately, a lot of people are looking for that passion. And the truth is your passion never seemed to, well, sometimes it does, but it doesn't necessarily just reveal itself. Um, again, like my, my purpose or my passion is truly, um, I call it tur turn the switch on to so many people. I love, love, love to see the spark in the eyes of someone that just realized how powerful they are and what they can change in the world by just being who they are. You know, that really ignites, uh, it ignite passions in me. Whatever your passion is, what you're going to do, whatever you're doing is going to transpire that passion. And I, I think that's important to look at it from that angle rather than trying to find the passion because through your actions, your passion is simply going to come out because there are things you're going to do that somehow you're going to have more energy doing. There's something, someone will call you and say thank you, and that will make your day. And when you have this feeling, you can absolutely go and say, yes, I got it. I want more of this, please. And then the passion becomes less about the 
details or the title of your job or, or what you're doing, but instead becomes the result of it. And I, I think that's, that's super important to understand in order to, to feel a little bit more fulfilled. But how did Porcelain come about? So back in the days and think of 2013, when I started to explore uh, beauty a little bit more, what I was finding is the brands that had the ingredients I wanted um, were selling mainly at the farmer's market. And it didn't quite touch the, I guess, the beauty feeling I was looking for. So I always say, um, you know, Friday night, you put your red on. You mean <laughs> it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's an entire almost ritual that comes with it. We get ready and we have this feeling. And when we get dressed for Friday night uh, to go out or something like that, there's very little afterthought about the process of how your lipstick came to your hand. And what I came to understand is that there was this gap in between using the right thing and that feeling. And that's where... Um, Porsche like came bridging that gap between um, what was healthy, what was better, and what we like that feeling that honoring the feminine within us. And by the way, Porsche Ella means just that. So, Porsche Ella is Latin for an offering, while Ella represents the feminine. So, Porsche Ella is an offering to the feminine within each of us while the crest represent earth. So in respect of all life form. Wow. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> it is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. And it's so, it's amazing. You saw the gap between, I totally understand what you're saying. I never thought of it before, but you're right. There, the gap between maybe what people are producing and the experience that people want in using and in purchasing too. That's right. Exactly. And so I started to, Look to search for brands at the time. There was not a lot of things, but we started to to have relationship with those in the industry. I started to make phone calls out of the blue, talking about my idea, talking about what it could be, and it was interesting because at the time it was very it was not yet explored. It was like, yeah, that that's a good idea. I see what you're saying, but that's a good idea. And then I just kind of kept plugging at it. Next thing you know is I was learning how to code a website <laughs> <laughs> and how to put uh, everything together. I started to study ingredients a lot more than I ever thought I would. I started to understand skin better and I started to really, I would say the first year was all about understanding the market better. And meanwhile, something that I find probably super important to mention is I had little jobs here and there. And, you know, to keep to keep me afloat while I was working on putting, I guess, the dots together to, to align everything for what it is today. So I was just working away at it, commenting a lot of time, taking a job here and there. And, um, and yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, it's all about the doing. It's all about doing the step and never worry about getting to, to Z. You just go from A to B, from B to C, and you keep on going. Make a step further than what you were in yesterday. And just always have that in mind. How can I go further today than where I was yesterday and do that step? 
right? So this is really how Porcella was built, is just by doing the right step at the right time, keep on pushing on and taking the risk. Do you remember the first time you signed a lease? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, talk about commitment, right? <laughs> oh my God. And it was insanity. It was pure insanity. So I signed a lease before I had aligned the money. Mm, that would be risk. <laughs> I was going to say, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I signed the lease before we had a line, had aligned the money. And, you know, I, I guess at that point, it's, it's called fate. You just have fate that things are coming together, that um, the people, the banks are going to come together for that idea because... Because you believe in it so firmly that how can it not be true? You know what I mean? Like you just you take the risk and you make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I really love that you acknowledge that in the very beginning, as you were building and growing, and as you say, connecting the dots, you had a, a job here and there. I hear from so many entrepreneurs that I work with that they feel like it's all or nothing. And that just isn't the case. And a lot of the times it is taking a side job at, while you work on your other, your, your business goals. So I think it's just really good to hear someone who's so successful and share that because it provides the realness of the process. I think it's important not to be scared. And often our ego or pride gets right in the way of what it takes to actually succeed. The amount of time that I didn't know something that I had to reach out, the amount of time also that I got told our, well, my idea was absolutely ridiculous, is too many times to count on my fingers. <laughs> and there, there's something about grit, about the stamina it takes to just pull on, to reevaluate, to constantly reevaluate what you're thinking and whether you're on the right track or not. Are you inventing? You know, if everyone feels like it's a, it's a brilliant idea, well, I guess that would be nice. I, I wonder if that's possible. But in my experience, most of the time, people almost laugh at it because you're innovating you're you're presenting something that has not been done before and so for Porsche Ella um we were the very first one to feel that bringing Canadian beauty forward was a priority and this is what we wanted to do and countless time I was told and advised you know go for brands around the world Canada isn't big enough there's not enough brands here uh you know it, it's not fancy enough and a few years later, now our model have been copied so many times over. There was really something to that. But we really had to be convinced. Well, I had to be convinced of that myself. And then bring, I say we all the time because we're a team now. So I always, I always talk about this is, you know, us, all of us. But uh, I believed that Canadian had everything it took to to pierce in that market and to do better. And it's been incredible. Some of the brands we work with when we started, they were looking quite different, you know, not super well branded, but with the support that we were able to give them. Um, and, and also like with other businesses as well. Now it's stellar, you know, you walk and you would never know, you would have never guessed what it was just three, four years ago. It's really incredible to see the uh, the evolution of it. Wow. 
So the impact goes not just to the person buying the product, but it actually goes even further back to the people creating it and the support you provide to them in their own business adventures. Oh, yes. And it goes goes even further than that. So these people hire the people in their community, which is in turn in your community. A lot of the ingredients are sourced right here in Canada, employing more people, supporting the farmers, supporting the literally the whole supply chain of how this product came about. It's quite extraordinary, actually, the full impact of it. So in addition to have a very strong sustainable impact in terms of, uh, you know, pollution, the environment, the, the, the ecology of it, you have a strong impact on the community by promoting a strong local economy that keeps on giving. That is so inspiring. I love it. It's like multifaceted impact on many levels. Yeah, you think it through, right? It's all about bringing all the pieces you can. Like, how can we make it better? How can we make this process better? And how can we make that one better? Yeah. What has been the biggest challenge for you in creating a company of impact? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, that you know, the challenge keeps on rolling. But keeping the ability to, to keep on a strong direction despite so many rejections despite so many challenges despite so many no's um and just kind of keep on pushing understanding and knowing that this is absolutely worth it um i i I wonder if you're looking for something super specific i'm trying to find a example but there are so many (laughs) well tell me like in those moments I think anyone who has an idea and wants to make impact and has really tried to push it forward, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, yeah, um, you get to that moment when you're, it's just you in your own mind in that in that space where you wonder, like, is this worth it? it can I do it? What what provides you the resilience and grit? Where did you get that from? Because if you can just bottle that up, it'd be really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> where do you get it from? Okay. Um... It, you can attribute it to like to my whole life story and the experiences that, that came to get to it. But I think there's definitely a level of stubbornness, um, stubbornness mixed with mind openness. Does that make sense? <laughs> the alchemy of the two. I would say so. Uh, I say stubbornness in terms of like welcoming risk, welcoming rejections and use it as building blocks and open-mindedness to know when to switch, to know when to approach things in a different way. So I, I often say they could talk about adjusting sales, but when you adjust sales, it doesn't mean that you're changing your aim, that you're changing your purpose. It means that you're changing how you're getting there. And so I see by keeping the end of my, in mind and being very flexible as to how we were going to get there and what decision I needed to make in order to, to move forward. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that, that's a powerful answer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a good bottle? <laughs> oh, man, 
It really is because I think it's so easy to get stuck in, I have to do it this way, or this is the goal. And, and what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, is that you have the bigger goal in, in your mind, but how you're going to do it, the systems you're going to use, even the paths you're going to take, you have to be open to that delicate balance of grit versus we need to change a course a little bit and make yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if it's subtle changes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Grit, uh, grit also means that you're you're changing, right? Like all of a sudden, there's an iceberg right in front of you. Go around it. <laughs> you know, like go around it and keep going. Don't forget where you're going. Keep going, but allow yourself to do things in a much different way than you ever thought was the right way to do something. You know, it's it's just yeah, evolve with the plan. <laughs> mm, yeah. Evolve like that. Tell me, what are you most proud of? Huh. Uh, in the business sense? not to put you on the spot or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of some a moment in this whole journey, whether it's personal or professional, maybe mix the two. But something you're just like, you know, I'm really proud of this for myself. Uh, I think what I'm the most proud of is is the team, actually. The, the ability to surround, my ability to surround myself with the great people. But I, I feel the thing is, to where Porcella has evolved, it's no longer me, you know? There's a group of us women working so hard to make it happen and the ability to, well, I, yeah, I, I think building a team is definitely my, my proudest accomplishment and also my biggest challenge. I, I guess that's what I should have said too. Like it's both of them because it's so challenging. But once you find these people and you realize that you're not alone anymore, that you're looking around you and you have this support of like in my case it's strong women that are just as passionate as I am to to change how things are being done and they contribute their own unique gift into that same direction I mean that's so powerful and there's really no limit as to what we can accomplish when a bunch of us aim toward the same direction so your team your people oh yes hands down well, can I come work for you? <laughs> you smell like Ruby, yes. awesome boss. Yes, anytime. <laughs> I always love to ask guests to describe themselves in short statements beforehand. And you said uh, you described yourself as a courageous leader with possibilities in mind. Yeah. How have you had to be courageous? Um, in every single way. You know, the, the least example was one of them. It's... Um, Courageous to take the decision that needs to be taken in order to move forward. The courage to to take a hit and to keep going. The courage to to hire the right people and to let go of the not so right people. Um, so I, I think it takes a lot of courage to to live according to your values and to not let, I guess, anything go in the way of that, despite some people thinking differently. You just kind of hang on. And I, I do feel it takes quite a lot of courage um, to do that. Um, and in terms of possibilities, I, I think 
It's all about seeing the possibilities in every single situation. And so when something happened, you just kind of like, okay, this doesn't feel really good right this second, but what is it hiding? What opportunities lay in that situation that I need to look at right now? And sometimes it's plainly personal growth. You just need to, to learn something about yourself in order to, to move forward. But there are so many possibilities. And when instead of making conclusions or assumptions, you just look at what else is possible. There's no limit to what you can do. Unlimited. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of advice do you have for other entrepreneurs or people who want to include elements of social awareness into their business or maybe some, for a lot of people listening and they're part of organizations? Mm -hmm. um, what, what, do you, what would you share with them? Tips for being able to do that? <sighs> Dig right inside and look for what actually matters to you. When you watch the news, what revs you up? When you hear a conversation from, you know, a table across from the one you're sitting at, what is it that it almost itches, right? Like someone says something and you're like, I, I need to contribute to that conversation. I need to be a part of that. Find these, uh, these things that really rev you up and analyze why is it that it's revving you up. And most likely at some point you're going to find patterns as to what truly matters and once you have that, um, I find there's almost nothing that can get in the way of you, I guess, in this idea. And then it's all about having the courage to put it into motion, right? Um, but never feel limited by, well, you can't change a word because I'm only doing this. But how can you keep doing this and have a bigger impact? What can you bring forward? It doesn't really matter where you're at in your career or um, as an entrepreneur, so long as you keep this end in mind and keep asking yourself, how can you contribute? How can you use that gift that you have? How can you use those emotions that you have to contribute to the greater good? And by constantly asking those questions, I think the answers keep kind of popping up at different times when it's the right time in your mind. And then have the courage to act upon it. I love that, right? It's all about the action because nothing changes without anyone taking action. Like you have done so many times. You not only have Porsche Ella, which is uh, retail brick and mortar store plus online, which is really important right now, of course, yeah. with the whole <laughs> shopping from so. home thing. Yep. Man, <laughs> never shopped so much online before. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then, of course, there's also the the leader and the facilitator in you. You also do speaking work as well. We're sharing yeah. these messages, which I think is so powerful. Uh, you have a wholesale company. Is that what locale is? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So you kind of got all these pieces in place that you're making impact in so many different realms. Yeah. What is next for you? What's coming up for you that you're most excited about? Huh. Huh. <laughs> That's a big question. Um, what is next? Um, I, I think uh, it, it's interesting because right now, as of April 16, 2020, um, <laughs> so much is in the air as to, you know, what we will be doing next in order to accommodate this 
next phase in, in humanity, next phase in consumption. And what is the thing that people need to hear now is different from what people needed to hear two months ago. Um, and so I, I'm not sure, to be honest, exactly what this is going to look like. However, what I'm sure about is that it's still going to be on purpose, which is awakening our inner powers and, you know, reminding in every single way possible how each one of us have the ability to create the future we want to be a part of. Oh, I like that. That's very cool. Well, you got some exciting times ahead of you with a third on the way. Yes. Uh, and I know that we were talking off off the call here that about innovation of adapting to this really fluid changing environment in business and beyond. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just very inspired by your, um, your courage to take the next step continually, no matter what level you're at. And I really invite our listeners to get online and check out Portia Ella. So it's Portia-Ella.ca. That's yep. right. Yes. Right. Your website, Portia-Ella.ca. Check out all these amazing Canadian created beauty products. Uh, it's a beautiful experience in the store and online too. I was there having a little fun yeah. around myself. Uh, <laughs> and we have, also have a special, what's that? Yeah, go ahead. So you have a special offer for people who go on the website that, again, another level of impact. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell us about the coupon code MAMAS. That's right. So um, right now, if you shop online and you use the coupon code MAMAS, M-A-M-A-S, uh, at checkout, you will receive 10% off your purchase. But also 5% of that purchase is going to go toward MAMAS for MAMAS. And um, we're really excited to be able to contribute to MAMAS for MAMAS in, in that way. When I spoke with Shannon, the founder of Mamas for Mamas, she was uh, telling me how much funding they had lost, uh, like the day of, um, you know, the announcement that a lot of things were shutting down. And I, I, I can't imagine the pressure it caused when you're helping and, and you're face to face with all of these people in need that are counting on you. And next thing you know is you don't know how to support them. Um, so, yeah, it, it was super important to me to contribute in at least some ways to, well, to, to keep helping and to keep, you know, giving a hand to those in needs right now. Right. So, again, it's at Portia-Ella.ca. Use the word mamas, M-A-M-A-S. You receive 10% off and 5% of that goes to Mamas for Mamas. That's right. And I know, too, how important that organization is for so many families, yes, especially right now in need. You know, what I love about that is it's an excuse and a reason to shop. <laughs> it's like, how can we use our consumerism for good on even another level? Oh, yeah. That is how. And <laughs> your skin will be glowy and dewy. <laughs> Ooh, so I can get my red lipstick on for the Friday night, you know, yeah, hang out with my family. Exactly. <laughs> I have to admit right now we sell a lot more skincare than makeup. <laughs> And that, you know, and that, that's just the thing. You, it's uh, it's really incredible right now. You can call in or even send a message via Instagram or Facebook, basically whichever mean that you have, or you can call our one eight six six phone number, and you'll have someone right on the other line helping you and knowing skin. Like they will ask you all the questions to really figure out your skin, and uh, 
yeah, it's been incredible to do that switch. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, do you get on the phones? If I call them, I might hit hit up Julie and be able to get some There's a- CEO. <laughs> CEO direction, like advice, and uh, or it's just it's just skincare, right? Exactly. Press number six. It's number six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am so grateful that you said yes to come on the show to share your inspiration um, and your journey because I think it's so important that we share our journey so people can see, you know, where they don't just see the big website and the successful business, but the story behind. What it took to get there. Yeah, really. thank you. I appreciate this. It was. It's definitely an honor to participate to your podcast, and I'm so excited that you have a whole series based on conscious consumerism and social impact. I, I think it's extremely precious, and thank you for doing that. Oh, it is my pleasure. It's been a joy talking to you. And again, everyone, get online and check it out for yourself. Do a little happy shopping because why not? What else are you going to do? No. <laughs> Portia-Ella.ca. Thank you. If you love socially conscious goods and find the show rewarding, please share with your friends. The more we support companies like Portia Ella, the more life-changing impact they can make. Please rate and review this podcast. It would mean so much to me as it means more awareness when you do. Thank you for listening. Cast your vote. Make your impact. One socially conscious choice at a time. Thank you for listening to the Passion for Impact podcast. Visit passionigniter.ca forward slash podcast to subscribe for episode notes, links and special offers from show guests. Cast your vote. Make your impact. One socially conscious choice at a time.